Welcome to the Blacklist After Us After Show, episode 13, maybe. Isabella Stone. Uh, lots to talk about. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, you know, we return to the old favorites. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. Uh, I'm, I'm joined as always by the lovely Julie Carley. I have very little voice, so please uh, yeah, we barely, bear with it. We are barely making it. This, this has been a day. It's been a day. Holy so, cannoli. First of all, uh, ACDC, love ACDC. I think it all. They're good at Coachella, by the way. Oh, they heard were. of it. Yeah, you're going to go this year. Okay. It's going to be great. Uh, all right. So, um, yes, yeah, so we lots of, couple Quick uh, housekeeping notes here. Yeah. Uh, apologies for not doing our show on Friday. Um, I was stuck in New York in a blizzard. 2,000 flights got canceled. No one cares, but I was there. And then, you know, Joe Flippo can, can't show up for anything, so he went out time. <laughs> and then Julia was not going to do the show by herself, so we pushed to Monday where Joe Flippo swore he'd be there until he didn't. Flippo? Until he's not here. Flippo? Uh, so Julia... I'm here. Uh, here with her with her sickly voice. Yeah. We're going to call it the sexy Julia voice. Yeah. Julia and I uh, had a 20-minute drive here that took an hour and 20 minutes. 20 minutes turns into an hour and 20 minutes. Welcome to Los Angeles, so as, as a result, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we have a, uh, we have a, we have a, a short show, but it's not... Uh, the good news no is... No excuses. We're just saying we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry, folks. But the good news is... Not much. This show was kind of like a filler, right? Yeah, I think it kind of works out in our favor out in for favor. this show because it was sort of like a build up to whatever the next episode, yeah, which the is the next sort of, couple episodes, which is building up to two things. Really, we're talking building yes. up to Blacklist Redemption. I won't say Blacklist <clears throat> Cold Redemption anymore. No. We're building up to Blacklist Redemption. And we're also building up to whatever this red meltdown. Like Red's Red's headed for some yeah. sort of like existential. We've been alluding to this for a while. Yeah, he's, he's headed for some sort of like real meltdown here. So, um, but let's talk about this. This is. Um, our girl, Penelope Schmuckenheimer. Isabella Stone. Isabella Stone. <laughs> close. He's Damn so it. close. Isabella Stone, played it's by the, the lovely Gene Smart, I think, who, who I love. Who I, you know, my favorite Gene Smart, I think it's Gene Smart. I think my favorite Gene Smart uh, role was when she played, uh, when she's in uh, 24. She played the first lady, I believe. I don't remember. I never she's, watched 24. I'm a bad TV viewer. You've never been to Coachella, and you no. never... Freaking Team 24. I suck at life, I'm guys. Flipping the table. Flip the table. Flip that table, Braz. <laughs> well, Jean Smart, she's amazing. Amazing actress. Yeah, and she's so incredible. It's always good to see her. Um, so we made that mention of her last week as Willis Stone, who she was. I thought it would be someone sort of bigger and juicier in Red's yeah. past. Because the way, the way they alluded to it was like, Isabella. She, they just kind of turned into a to a, a woman scorned a little bit, you yeah. know, out for revenge. Yeah, not like a bit. I mean, she did. She she is a criminal mastermind, sure. but not as much as like the, you know. But also like I'm in it for a, the wealth and yeah, the, almost like in a Robin Hood kind of way, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they wronged my husband, so I'm gonna wrong all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To it death. was it was a little bit of a yeah. And it seems because I did watch the previews. I don't uh-huh. think you saw the previews. No. Um, they did sort of allude to the fact that she too was hired by someone, so yeah. she's not a big bad either. Yeah, no. So like, so she's thirty four to the to the big bads. When they had the chick last week, 
Natalie Luca, was that Natalie Luca yeah. last week? Yeah, yeah. Said, who hired you? Isabella Stone. It's like, oh, Isabella Stone, who'd right. have got here? That's and it. now we end this episode with, like, who'd hired you? Oh. We're about to find out. I guess so. So, um, lot, lots, lots to talk about here. So, we, we want to get into, we've been, we've been wondering how, before we get back, we'll get back to Isabella Stone in a second, but we've been wondering how, what? CeeLo Green. That's CeeLo at the Grammys. He's gold. Go ahead. Anyway, I digress. You do. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, how we're going to get into Blacklist Redemption. Yes. What's going to happen? Set it Is up. it going to be a big Lizzie, you know, uh, um, What's Tom like, is she gonna split? like? Is she gonna throw a fit? Are they gonna split uh, up? Gonna it doesn't seem like it split, to me. But no, because they're because now she's like, it's, you know, it's so, it's, so, it's so funny what a couple of lines of dialogue can do, right? Yeah, a couple lines of exposition. There's a line last week that was like, I feel like you'll just you won't be happy to just do what you do. So it's like, oh, okay, so she's clearly okay with okay with him being a super spy. And then this week, yeah, this week he talks about how. Um, how Scotty offered him a job as an operative. She she said something like, "That sounds like a dream job for you." Uh? How does that work from like, How? "I can't even trust you. You have a box of passports. I don't know who passports. you are. I don't know who you are." To like, "Hey, I dream mean, job operative." I mean, last week or two weeks ago, Red did sort of say like it's in his DNA. I forget right. what the phrase was, but right. like this is what makes him tick. Yeah, you have being to a let him. Wife. Be, yeah, I get that. I mean, Lizzie's out there every day getting shot at, diving in swimming pools. And totally shit, true. Wearing hoodies and glasses. Totally true. So Tom can go out there and wear get Nazi tattoos and do his thing too. He's done it before. I mean, <laughs> like, by the way, did he get that thing removed? <laughs> he must have. Do we ever? Do we have we ever, we've never seen them shirtless anymore, right? Unfortunately, no. It's been a while. I'm gonna make a call. The, the, the damn Nazi tattoo. Um, so yeah, so we, so this is what I'm kind of um, foggy on, which can help me figure this out. So, you know, Tom gets he gets word that his dad has died in a in a plane crash, yes. right? And Lizzie says, "Turn on TV, your dad's died." And Tom does the the full. It goes full like. I don't think I even know he really had a dad. I think I was really just focused on Scotty. Yeah, I was focused on Scotty too. I don't know that he had a dad. I think. Well, they they mentioned that Scotty was the wife of, you know, yeah, giant Howard's weapons, weapons guy, Howard XYZ, Hargrave. Howard, yeah. So, um, but he went full like you know poor like foster adopted kid on that. Yeah. Like he went like you know it's your dad. Like, I don't care about my stupid dad. Stupid dad. I don't even need a dad. Stupid dad. Dads are dumb. Left me. Yeah. To fight for myself. Stupid. Stupid. Stupid dad. He got my life. <laughs> so, and you know, I was like, okay, but he's your dad. But you know, of course, I didn't believe him one second. He's in the whole. Well, like, of course, like, he's been asking about his dad, or he's been since he's become a father. He's yeah. been having these sort of his heartstrings are being pulled a little bit, right? Um. He's so so he goes out to get more information. Liz does that whole thing, which is her whole thing. Like, don't you want to know more about your past? Don't you want to know? Like, I don't. Here's the thing, too, with me. I don't know. I feel like I know about my past, but like, if there were like super a lot of I don't know a lot of mysteries, I, I don't know that I would want to like up in my whole life to go find out about my past. I mean, man, man your life guy. is not nearly as shrouded in mystery as Lizzie and Tom Keaton's are. You don't know where I was Thursday night. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> you don't know what I was doing Friday right. night. I don't. With Joe Sanfilippo. Probably why it's not here. That's right, Joe. I'm talking to you. Um, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying bad stuff. Um, <laughs> don't say bad stuff. <laughs> uh, no, but like, so yeah, so he's, he's, he's very much, thank you, he's very much all about like trying to find 
who his dad is. He goes on his quest. He goes to Red first, right? Well, in that first thing, he's like, eh, I don't care. Like, you're my future. They're my past. I'm all about being Tom Keen and, and baby Agnes's daddy. Magnus. And that's Magnus's daddy. And then he goes to Red. Yeah. And Red's like, you don't want to know about your dad. Yeah. Don't, what do you care? I had some dealings with him. He's like... It was actually a nice reminder. I'm glad they're doing that, though, to set us up for Blacklist Redemption, because there's a lot of things that I forget. There's, as we all know, there's like 15,000 episodes per season here. And, and we had that Scotty... 15,000 dangling plot lines. Yes, and so we had the Scotty Hargrave stuff in there. Dangling. And, and someone... I, I, Someone reminded me towards the beginning of the season when we were talking about redemption that Scotty and Tom somehow didn't know about each other. So I was glad I couldn't remember how it happened. So I was glad that it was sort of reiterated to me that right. Scotty doesn't know that Tom's her son, but exactly. Tom knows that Scotty. she's her mom. There's all that weirdness when Scotty's like kind of hitting on him. Like, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. That's weird. So I was glad that they brought that up. I Very mean, Motel. I don't know why he went to Red exactly just for like his his blessing maybe to right. go after it or maybe he had some dirt on them, but it was just nice for that that little touch of exposition. Right, I agree. Uh, so he went off and he, he went to go find some extra stuff and and you know it leads him to a place where <laughs> I love this scene. Lizzie kind of comes in like <laughs> very very like Three's Company sitcom. You know, honey, here's I know, the thing. It was ridiculous. I, I I never want to hear another word about your dad again. Whoa! Spit tick. Yeah. And you know he's got the full like you know uh, you know uh, Carrie from Homeland like everything spread out in a nice semicircle yeah. around him. And he's sitting there like kneeling down, like looking at the evidence. Well, he also tracked down the the detective. Yeah. Who was on the case? Yeah. Who uh, I don't know what's happening in my notes. His name was Christopher Hargrave. Yeah. And that it just really just turned out that he has not been dead for thirty years. Like yes. everyone thought he'd been dead for so, thirty years. There's that. And then just then going back really quickly about this this other thing. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of convoluted. But Gene Smart is uh, is Penelope Schmuckenheimer. <laughs> Isabel so, Stone. Isabel Stone. She goes off. She's basically going through elaborate means to sort of frame people and fake their deaths. To frame them for things, it's a lot of stuff she's doing. We see her do it uh, at the top of the show um, to one person. So we her see... little backstory, real fast, was that her real name is Judith Pruitt. Uh-huh. Her husband was a Wall Street guy who one of the first guys to do a whole pyramid scheme, yep. and he went down. Yep. He went down hard. So now she believes that he was innocent, yep. so, and he was killed in prison. Yep. So now she's targeting the powerful, but quote. Guilty as right. sin, like Red, like Red Reddington, much like Red Reddington. So, a um, couple of things I do want to note um, is that, like the the interesting exchange between uh, Cooper and Red was very cool when Red, when, when, Cooper, when Cooper's going off. Like I've stuck my neck out for you. I've went against everyone. It's kind of good to know because Cooper has been sort of like we've yeah. got to see with Reddington on this, and that was kind of a good moment where it's like, look, Red. Like all my all my agents are saying you're crazy. Like I'm, you know, my my superiors saying you're crazy. I'm sticking my neck out for you, and he's like, click, click. And but then Dembe, Dembe's like, has something to say about that. Yeah, a lot to say. He's like, don't you think? Like, like every day you're putting yourself in more danger, more and more danger, every and people year, keep on dying, day, dying around you. Around and what does he say? I I don't know I don't how to know respond, how to, respond to, that. to that. Well, yeah, I don't know. Not 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 satisfactory. Not not satisfactory response. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, uh, also, we had another sub 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 <laughs> plot line 
uh, regarding our boy. Don't die. I'm sorry. Um, dying slightly. Another subplot line regarding our boy Wrestler and his brother. Wrestler has feelings. Man, where's Joe Sam when you big boy adult where's feelings. Joe He's not just him? a Ken doll who no. shaves every day. He shaves every day, but he, he cried. He's like, it's my brother. I should have been there. Is he somehow blaming Reddington? Because, like, Navabi was like, it's not... You know, it's your job, it's your whether it's or not. I thought it was interesting, though, when he said, you know, like, we work for Reddington. Like, yeah. that guy might as well sign our paycheck. And yeah. it's like, you're right. Yeah. And actually, interesting in this episode was Liz was like, he needs our help. Yeah. But Red needs us. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going in there. I'm not, I'm not breaking that. Just, it was ugh. a little weird, sort of. I, it, I was happy to say, like, family and Lizzie, thank you. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, you just got your jabaz back because of Reddington. He needs I just can't keep up with her. Neither. You know? But you know she's got? She's still got those, those fucking pickpocket skills. Those lock well, skills. yes. Yeah, she's got that. She's a little, little streetwise criminal. Another dangling plot line. You know, Lizzie the Thief. I don't think they're ever going to bring that up again, to be honest <laughs> with you. Where I the, think they're probably pissed that I keep on it. holding on to that. Where the F is Mr. Kaplan? Seriously, dude. I mean, like, not a peep about Mr. F and Kaplan. Nothing. It's getting weird. All right. Uh, we mentioned this short show. We got all this. So basically, to wrap this up, um, you know, Red seems to be unraveling. He had the whole bit with his boy, which we saw, like, oh, the guy who he got and he gave the gun in the moment, which I will say, I know we're going to wrap, but, like, that that scene, then he's like, we got to go. Red's like, hold on. Oh, when this guy, oh, when his guy was about to die. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really nice. He had really, he had a great rapport with that guy. When he said, like, there are very few things in this world that I I, envy, that relationship is one of them. And he said, your honor will be intact, your children will be taken care of, whatever you need to do. I know, but it's just. Loved it. But when Dembe says, blah, 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 we gotta go. Hold on. Monologue, 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 monologue. He's like, boss, we gotta go. Blah, blah, blah. It was a I've it was parting of ways. I mean it, boss. This is it. And the last thing I have to say. You're no. wrong. I disagree. <laughs> right, I it. like it's like fifteen it. minutes. Safe. It's not. All right, but like so yeah. So that's that. Uh, we have um, we have uh, so we have uh, Tom. Tom fi- finding his pass. Yep. Linking over to Blacklist Redemption. Boom boom. We have uh, two weeks. We have, we have Red unraveling. Yep. Doing the thing. We have some tension between Wrestler and Red, and now Cooper and Red. Yes. Um, a lot of interesting stuff developing here on the old blacklist. Yes, yes. So we got two more weeks, two more weeks before Redemption. And I really want to see the television show Ponytail and Muscle Shake. Ponytail and Muscle Shake. <laughs> it's not an NBC. Uh, no predictions tonight because we are short because I'm we so took forever sorry. to get here. Blame Los Angeles. But I promise you, we'll do a two-hour show next week with Joe Sanfilippo leading naked. <laughs> Joe Sample shirt shirtless next week. Sweater vest. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Julia, where can we kiss you? Guys. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 